mercury, a pernicious poison that should never be placed in your mouth. Hi, this is Dr. Mercola helping you take control of your health. And today we are joined by Charlie Brown, who is the president of the Consumers for Dental Choice, also former attorney general for the state of West Virginia, and a, a voracious advocate and fearless is the word I was searching for, fearless and tireless uh, activist to remove mercury from the dental profession. He's made some great successes, and we're going to hear about some of them today, and why you seriously need to consider continuing to support this Mercury Awareness Week, because we are making such dramatic progress. And why don't you tell us about that progress and the impact the previous Mercury Awareness Weeks have had, and, oh, their, and their support. I mean, they're huge, Dr. Mercola. What you've done and what you, the Mercola.com organization has done has is, is been the difference in us being able to break through as a national and worldwide organization. Remember now, Amalgam is in the Minamata Convention on Mercury. Mm -hmm. And the news this month, in August of 2017, is that the Minamata Convention takes effect this month. It becomes legally binding. It's a legal requirement, including the requirement on Amalgam. And that was a treaty signed by interna internationally by many countries. Many countries, with the United States being the very first to ratify. Mm -hmm. uh, over 120 countries signed, and now 70-some have ratified. Mm -hmm. So we are going to, we're going to end the use of man-made mercury in, 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 in this generation. I mean, it is, is, some of it is slow, some of the steps are slow, but we're moving. Amalgam's moving fast. You know, um, it just gives yeah. joy to my heart to yeah. Imagine children being born that don't remember that, that they never heard of anyone being foolish enough to put mercury into someone's, in someone's mouth. And, it's and, almost and that's like, where we're going. Yeah. That's where we'll be. It's like the rotary yeah. telephone. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. And, and with, but with so many changes, you know, yeah. I mean, 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 you know we, we, we think of all the social progress we take and then the people that don't have to live through it think, well, no one would have been stupid enough to do it, but right. they were. Right. And we <laughs> still have thousands of dentists, and I'll use that word, stupid enough to use amalgam, but they're laughing all the way to the bank because they make quick and easy profits with mercury amalgam, and they have their protector in Washington, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. FDA, however, is more and more isolated. Again, you've helped do that by calling public attention to this issue and by moving the needle on consumer choice because more and more people are saying to their dentist, no way, do not ever give me an amalgam filling. I know those silver fillings. I know they're not silver, doctor. They're mercury. Not for me, not for my family. Yeah, they got away with it for a long time. We've made lots of progress. And just historically to review that progress is that when you first started this and formed the Consumers for Dental Choice, uh, a, a dental physician who was recommending that to his patients to not put in mercury could have their license removed is just beyond belief. It is, absolutely. And, there were, and you helped many, pe many people as an attorney to go through that process and recover their license. And now we have 50% of the dentists yeah, in the United yeah. States are not putting mercury in people's mouths. Right, 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 right. The gag rule ended and, and dentists are now promoting, advocating, advising, uh, uh, um, and, and advertising mercury-free dentistry. And that is getting a message all the way across. In fact, it's getting to the point, I think, where if it's the consumer and the dentist alone, we are winning 
hands down. The consumers are choosing the mercury-free dentist. Here's the problem. There's a third party in there that really screws it up. And that third party could be the, it could be the insurance company. It could be the government. It could be the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. It could be the Medicaid program, the Indian reservation, where you have someone else paying the bill, they are much less likely to want to change anything. That's true in Germany, it's true in Poland, it's true in Costa Rica, it's true in Uruguay, it's true in Nigeria, wherever we go, the third party system, the government or insurer as payer is staying way behind, they don't want to change anything and frankly it's a lot harder to change them than just that relationship consumer dentist in the office because we are changing that one and we're winning that one big. Great, so that is wonderful. So. I want you to address now a really important topic for most people viewing this, because we're still in the transition phase. And I, my guess, best guess, is that the majority of people that are watching this have silver fillings in their mouth. Now, I haven't had mine for over 22 years that was removed. I mean, maybe 23 or four, but it's a long time. And the caution, what I want you to have them guided through is the process to not make the mistake that I did, to have them removed by a competent, conventional dentist who is BC, beyond clueless about the dangers and the toxicity and taking no precautions in removing it. So I, I, my mom recently passed and she didn't understand nutrition. So by the time I was in high school, half my teeth had mercury fillings. So I probably had two dozen mercury fillings removed because I saw that 60 minute documentary was inspired and said, I'm gonna get this out. Thought I was doing a good thing. And I, now I have kidney damage as a result of it, which I've been able to modify and really get under control with dietary thing, with, with protein levels. But don't, you, we don't want you to make that mistake. It is real. You just cannot go in there and frivolously take these things out and think it's good. You cannot do that. Mm -hmm. So address the, 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 the way that it's done in some of the practical issues with respect to how to finance that, and maybe even some of the out-of-country clinics, like in Mexico, if they really have a lot of them. No, they do, and, and uh, certainly the starting point is any dentist that puts in the mercury, you never want that dentist to remove it. If they don't even respect the toxicity to the point they're still making profits, they're still putting it in, don't go, don't go near them, period. Don't give ever give a dollar. Americans, don't give a loony can Canadians, and don't give a, a farthing Brits to the dentists who use mercury fillings on anybody. But to remove them is a very important and, and challenging procedure. We don't recommend yes, we don't recommend no, because we're not a medical office or a dental Denver. office. We're a consumer group, and those that's the advice you need, but you certainly need the kind of protocol that, that, that will protect, protect you as they're coming out and in pumping yourself up on vitamins and making sure that the air you're breathing is not that air. There's a whole bunch of steps. And binders and, to absorb the mercury that's released during the drilling. Yes, 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 yes. And, and so uh, there are different schools of thought on it, but all of them recognize how important it is. They say the biggest exposure day is the day they come in, go in, and the second biggest day is the day they come out. So, yeah. so clearly these are, these are important decisions. We continue to go back to the point of trying to make sure they don't go in. And what we're so proud of is the European Union has stepped up. The European Union has more people than the United States. And they have stepped up and they are banning amalgam for children under 15 starting in 2018. No children under 15 can get amalgam. No pregnant woman, no breastfeeding woman. None of them can get amalgam. 
on that side of the Atlantic, a huge success, and there's a plan in this law, step by step, through in 2020 to address whether to phase out. But we're starting with the most vulnerable, the children and the mothers that bear them. Now, where's the U.S. on this? Where is the Food and Drug Administration? Nowhere to be found. And I'm telling you, the pressure is ramping up on FDA, who is standing increasingly alone as a protector of mercury fillings, while the rest of the world is taking steps, as the Minamotic Convention requires, to phase down their use. Yeah, we want to get back to some practical recommendations, which you'll sure, find, sure. We'll, we'll seek to incorporate that in the article that accompanies this video. <clears throat> but there are four um, professional associations of dentists that uh, we recommend to consult with, uh, or you can go there on your site. You have a whole list. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Which is consumersfordentalchoice.org. Uh, it actually, it's, it's toxicteeth.org. Tox I'm sorry. That's sorry. all right. No problem, Dr. McCullough. Or it's mercury-free.org. Okay, mercury-free.org yeah. or toxicteeth.org. So then there's a whole list of dentists. So uh -huh. only use one of those dentists. You'd only want someone who's certified to have been through this. It's not that hard to do. If your current dentist is open to that, then have him get certified. Have him get properly trained. It's not a hard thing to do, and he needs to, he needs to be educated, or she needs to be educated. So that's the first step. And what's your comment about the cost? Because we have to be pragmatic. I mean, some yeah, people yeah. you know, simply can't afford it. It's either that, not pay, buy food or pay rent. So what are, the, what are the options, the really low cost and expensive options that still are safe? Well, one is to remove the tooth. If the tooth is really damaged, the tooth has yeah. a lot of mercury in well, it. Well, that can be expensive too. Because that's less gonna, expensive, but it, yes, but it does. Well, do. and you have to do you, you, either a partial replacement or an implant, and you know, those, all those. Well, they issues. don't need an implant, but they need something. Yeah. A bridge or something. something yeah, well, to, a bridge can be $3,000. Well, well, dentist. De Den so it's, den it's, den it's, dentistry is, they, you're, you're a physician. Dentists make more than physicians, Dr. Bercola. I mean, it is really a profession that is. Does yeah, well, they, they, and and and, and uh, I, the costs are a real challenge. So, what are your what are your thoughts about going yeah, outside yeah. the country, like to Mexico or Fine. any clinics? Fine, if it's the right kind of dentist who follows any, the protocol, do, we don't care. Do you have any links go. there? Or? Um, we do. We okay, do on our website. We have a Mexico okay, list. Okay, perfect. We have a, a Canada list. So um, shop and, around yes, if, uh -huh. if you're financially challenged, because I I really this is so important to your health. Yeah, you can is. have the best diet, the best exercise, and sleep patterns. Uh, but if you're, if, if you have a mouthful of mercury, it's it's going to take you out prematurely. It's it's, it really is. So why? What what the heck is so bad of, with amalgam? Good, very good point. And let's start with the point that your you, this this mercury is implanted two inches from a child's brain, and it's the most volatile. It's the most toxic of the heavy metals. Mm -hmm. It is the most volatile, that is the most, and you see looking at mercury, it's shimmery. So the vapors are coming off and there's clearly a major risk to first to the developing brain and to the kidneys, as you pointed out. It's a, it's a neurotoxin and a, and, a, and a nephrotoxin, meaning kidneys, and a reproductive toxin. So we start with protecting the most vulnerable. They're not protected at all. But it go, can, get, can affect any of us. It can affect any of us at any age. So it is, it is a virulent neurotoxin. It is, it is a major workplace hazard. The dentists are putting their employees at such risk, particularly the women of childbearing age. It is horrible, and it is documented that women are, are harmed in their reproductive functions by working in a dental office. 
Um, we had one that took her own life. We a non-mercury-free dentist did a lot of it, so to speak. A non-mercury-free, and I should have said that, and yeah. thank you for correcting me, because the mercury-free dentists have stepped in to have the toxic-free office. Yeah. I, of course, go to a mercury-free dentist, and, do and, and, and we need that toxic-free, and I want to salute the 50% of dentists in this country who have thrown amalgam out the window, and the 50% in Canada. It's, it's, really, it's really to their it, credit. It's encouraging yes. uh, to see that there are so many People with integrity, professionals with integrity. Yeah, and it's, is, it's is sleeping. This, is this it's, number increasing? Because it's been 50% oh, sure. for some time. Are we at the 55? Well, we don't have any new polling. And, that, okay, and that's that's so we problem. don't poll okay. it, and so we have to rely on other people. We okay. just wouldn't. We polled consumers twice, okay. but we just don't think we can do that. The dental schools, we thought, would make the change. In New York University did, and they simply aren't doing that. I mean, the okay. dental schools, which you thought would be in the forefront, are probably the worst. These professors want to keep teaching. The University of Connecticut, and I'll name it, University of Connecticut, a professor there on the stationery, the University of Connecticut Dental School, wrote the major newspaper in Hartford, in, in Connecticut, saying there's no mercury in amalgam. Imagine that saying that to the public in the newspaper, and I'm sure saying it to the students. So these young students, 50% of whom are women these days, are being exposed to this horrible mercury. So you have the workplace, you have the danger in the mouth, but here's something we gotta all realize, folks. If you don't have any mercury in your mouth, you're not in the clear. Why? It's an environmental toxin. It's getting, it may be in the water that you drink. The dental mercury, mercury. Well, we know mercury. it's in the fish. We know it's in the fish. Most fish, methylates. not all, but most. Oh, and it methylates. And it's much more toxic when it gets in the fish. It's in the vegetables because it's in the, it's, it, gets in, it gets in the water system and it gets in, and it's put on the plants if it isn't organic. And right. if it is organic, it's still, or there, biodynamic. There's seeps in. Bio, biodynamic, that's the word we want. The organic yeah. is, is, we've got to get way past that word. That word is dumbed down to the point we need a much stronger word to explain right. the food we need to eat, doctor. And you're taking a lead in that. You're also taking the lead in your dental insurance. Mercola.com has taken the wonderful step of saying, we, for our employees, we will pay for mercury-free dentistry. We will not pay for amalgam. If you want to get an amalgam filling and you're an employee, you won't get a penny of, of coverage. And that is the kind of dental insurance yeah. we're hoping well, every employer congruent. adopts. I mean, we believe in this wholly. So. Yes. Well, you, yeah, you're to be commended too, because insurance companies aren't used to someone like you. Yeah. You know, they say, "What's the cheapest?" You aren't saying, "What's the cheapest?" What's the best? Right. Yes. I mean, it's all about the long term. You know. I mean, it is for employees. If you think long-term for your employees, again, yeah. so many employers don't in this country. Yeah. And, and dentists that think long-term, we commend them. We want you, the consumer, to go only to that dentist that does not use a mouth. Well, let's get back to the children. You've had some recent yeah. victories uh, in the EU. Yes. with banning uh, the use of mercury in children. Well, it was quite, and it was a huge fight. I mean, it went over many years. We had to organize uh, in each of the major countries, organize with the local in environmental groups in Europe, major countries of the European Union, which are Italy and France, the UK, if they're still in Germany, um, Poland, uh, Spain, um, and some of the smaller countries we also are active in. Uh, we had leads from Sweden and Denmark because they had already ended amalgam. So we had, an in, we had a fifth columnist inside helping us. Um, but we had to learn the Byzantine nature of the European Union. Maybe they think ours is too, but there's the European Council, the European Commission, and the European Parliament. We had to work all three of them. We had to get all three to agree. But we did get that. We asked for the phase out totally. We got the huge first step, which is the children, the pregnant women, the breastfeeding women, and a roadmap 
over the next two years from 2018 to 2020 to see it over. It is the beacon for the world. There are nonprofit groups all over the world pushing this issue in front of their governments saying our children are just as important. Now, if the Food and Drug Administration doesn't wake up, we're going to have to do it other ways. We're going to do it through insurance. We have our Demand Your Choice program, demandyourchoice.com, where we're saying to the consumers, demand mercury-free dentistry. Okay, go to your insurance company and demand it. Some people are stuck in third-party programs, in Medicaid. They may be in, the, in, the, in the, a soldier, sailor, airman, or marine. They may be a prisoner. They may be an, live on an Indian reservation. All those people are basically having amalgam forced on them, and we're saying fight back. Here's a website to help you push back and say, I don't want those fillings for my family or me. I want mercury-free dentistry. So please go to demandyourchoice.com. Excellent. So thanks for your work on there. And it just is a powerful illustration that you're a fearless bulldog. <laughs> they slap you down one way. You go around the other way. I mean, you're always finding different ways and strategies to be ultimately successful. I mean, it's, it's just wonderful. I mean, I wish... We, we need to clone you in so many different areas. So I, I, it's just a pure pleasure to support an organization like yours because you get results. I mean, it's not like wasted dollars. I mean, you're, you probably obviously have to pay administrative costs and travel costs, but I mean, it's pretty minimal. I mean, you, for your organization, it's probably more than 80% of it just go, what, what, what's your ad, oh, admin cost? Oh, 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 no, it's, it's real small. I mean, we, we really, it's like under we, 5% we, 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 probably. No, we, we, we've kept a very small staff in Washington, and we work with strong organizations, whether it's in Connecticut or whether it's in India. We yeah. have very strong local organizations. Connecticut Coalition for Environmental Justice, for example, yeah. in Connecticut. But the, as the day this tape airs, August 20th, launches something you've done for us for seven years, and we're so appreciative, Mercury Awareness Week, where you match every dollar people mm -hmm. give, and that has been so helpful to our mission. Uh, our goal, again, is $100,000. We did it last year with your tremendous help, Dr. Mercola. That you will match people's donation dollar for dollar is an incredible incentive. That you put your name and the name of Mercola.com behind what we do, and you go to your wallet, too, the wallet of your, of, of your foundation. And, 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 and match what we raise. So we are again off and running to try to raise that $100,000 and continue and it's not really we're ready much, for FDA. It's not really that much when you compare it to these <clears throat> industry funded and supported travesties that are uh, ostensibly charitable but merely uh, fronts for the industry to, to essentially endorse and rubber stamp conventional approaches, you know, like the uh, Susan Komen Foundation or something, which have is probably, I don't know, hundreds of millions or maybe even billions. Uh, not to cast us. I, I think they, I think as I remember, I think they flew first class wherever they went. I just yeah, want yeah. people to know I don't fly first class. He doesn't. And in <laughs> fact, he doesn't even take a taxi or an Uber. If it's like under two miles, he walks. I mean, this is like crazy. I mean, it was like, we're trying, oh, he's walking over. So, you know, he'd walk from the airport if he could. I mean, this is, I mean, this, you're an imp impressive frugality. So anyone who donates to the organization can be absolutely confident that not a penny is going to be wasted. That's why you get such joy endorsing and supporting, you know, organizations like yours because they're so effective. It's such a leverage for your investment because you get so much benefit for for others. I mean, I've got more than enough 
resources to take care of me and my family. So it's, it's all about helping others, really, and that was one of our missions. Our mission is to catalyze and transform the system, and you're helping do that practically. We can't do it just by educating people. We can give them message and inspire and hope to encourage them, but you've got to go to the, in the trenches. You have to make differences and really engage in the political process, which you've done on an international basis, to really catalyze that change, because it's not going to happen. We can only go so far, so, so far with public pressure, but when you have these entrenched traditions that are hundreds of years old, so what, 200 years for Mercury? It's a primitive pre-Civil War pollutant. Yeah, Correct. so you know, it's, yes. that's hard to overcome, but mm -hmm. we're doing it, and you're mm -hmm. doing it. We're doing it indirectly by supporting your organization. And, well, you're, and you're leading the front, you're leading the war, so. Well, we see it, too. I mean, we see Europe now banning amalgam for children. We see the Minamata Convention taking legal effect. We see half of the dentists in America being mercury-free. In fact, Oregon had to change its Medicaid program and bring in mercury-free dentistry because there weren't enough dentists that were doing pro-mercury dentistry that were, that, that, to service the needs of low-income people. Um, we have the challenge uh, that we're mounting right now in Connecticut, working with the Yale Law School and, and the Connecticut Coalition for Environmental Justice to force compliance with the law on disclosures. We've seen double, not only double the number of dentists, well, triple the number of dentists who are mercury-free, but double the public awareness that this is now mercury. Yeah, to, to, so, to remove the illusion, the manipulated deception propagated by the incumbent uh, professions, the American Dental Association, uh, that it's not mercury. They were seeking to hide the fact. They had this gag rule in effect and they, you could not tell them it was mercury. You could only say it was an amalgam or a silver filling. And they, they used the euphemism as silver filling. You know. Right, 20 years ago, there was an iron triangle. You had the, 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 de the dental boards, or the mercury triangle, the dental boards, the Food and Drug Administration, and the dental associations. We took the dental boards out of the picture. We, we, they can no longer enforce the gag rule. You cut them off so, at the knees. Yeah, we did with the dental boards. Yeah. California, uh, Arizona, uh, Florida, uh, Minnesota, Iowa, one state after another that changed its policies and, and said, okay, mercury-free dentistry, anybody can advertise, Pennsylvania can advertise, advocate mercury-free dentistry. This is and so that shocking. Them United States, yeah. freedom, you know, yeah. the freedom of expression, <laughs> a speak, freedom of speech, actually, the First Amendment, that they were imposing this restriction under the, the guise of some type of trade restriction, you know, and, and using well, their... Well, our licensing boards are guilds. Yeah. We've given enormous power to state licensing boards in each profession, and they control the profession in each state without public input. And, and that's where your leadership come, becomes so crucial, because you are a, a, a really good attorney and understand this at a governmental level, serving as the former attorney general. So you understand how the political process works. and and what's going to be an effective strategy and how to leverage you know, the uh, consumer organizations to put pressure on these to, to, to get the, the effective change you need. Right, right. I, it, my experience in state government helps me a lot. Yeah. My experience in the federal government has helped me a lot because I get to the point of how I can kind of predict or understand why they're doing these things and then how do we marshal forces to change public policy. We yeah. are the bridge. We are the bridge between the, I'm not a science person, right. but, but we're the bridge between the science and the public policy. And we, we're 
that that bridge is in strong shape. Yeah, we're, without we're that bridge, it doesn't yeah. work. It, do, it doesn't. It, or, it doesn't. Or, or it works public really officials a, never learn about it. It works yeah. really ineffectively uh -huh. and very slowly. And instead of catalyzing change in literally years and decades, we're looking at centuries. I mean, we just look. We've we've had this since the Civil War. There's been no change. Right, right, and 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 and, and we did. the Civil War. They were cutting. They were sawing off legs. Your your ancestor physician, your previous physicians were sawing off legs. They were giving well, they people bottles sometimes. of mercury. They still do sometimes. Well, they, they their first choice is to set the leg, right. not saw it off. Right. And they they did give <laughs> bottles of mercury. I mean, they 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 did all kinds of absurd things that have gone off the boards. They're still giving mercury. The dentists are still giving. The pro mercury dentists are still giving mercury fillings. It is truly a primitive. Uh, pre-Civil War pollutant that, uh, that is harmful to teeth. And I think that's something I'm urging dentists and the public to think more about. The alternatives are tooth friendly. Amalgam is very tooth unfriendly. You remove good tooth matter. You weaken the structure of the tooth. And that leads, for the American Dental Association, they love it. It leads to more tooth work. That's, that's the real reason the ADA just loves amalgam is. It's a gift that keeps on giving. For the consumer that wants to save money, that's not something to put in your mouth. So what are you most excited about with this upcoming year? Because it seems like you make great progress every year. What, 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 are, what are your goals for this year? I, I think the chickens have come home to roost for the Food and Drug Administration. I think they have simply, their policy of promoting amalgam, and that's in their rule. They want more amalgam use, not less. They are out of, they are, they are ignoring the Minamata Convention on Mercury. They're ignoring public opinion. They're ignoring their duty. They even say they don't know if amalgam is safe for children under six, but they won't ban it for children under six. Um, now they have the contrast with the European Union. And they are rivals. Each one thinks they're better at device regulation. The chief US device regulator said that we don't treat children, we, we don't treat patients like guinea pigs. The European Union treats patients like guinea pigs. That's what Dr. Jeff Shuren said. He's the guy that is, is enforcing, signed the amalgam rule and is enforcing it that truly treats children like guinea pigs. So it's time for Dr. Shuren and FDA to say, if you're gonna be, why don't you just be half as good as the European Union and quit accusing them of treating patients like guinea pigs when they are banning amalgam for children and you aren't even ordering that the parents be told that amalgam has yeah. mercury. A real travesty and irresponsible Public health official. Well, absolutely I guess it's not public health. It's federal. Well, they, they call that, but they they are the food and drug regulator yes. and the device regulator, and their device regulation is based so on. So let's listening. give people some practical take homes. Obviously, yeah. don't put mercury in. Don't support any dentist who even thinks about doing it, and that will cause a massive change. If you have it, we will go to the beginning of the video where we talk about your practical options because you do not want it in your body, but. How can they best help you finish this mission of removing mercury from the United States? Well, sign our petition. No, sign our petition to the FDA. Okay. We've got a petition going right there, right now. Our petition okay, so is be a link on equal. This page. Yes, and we'll, we'll put, put, it'll be on your screen. And we, you need. We're asking people to tell the FDA just to catch up with the European Union. If they're banning it for children, are our children less important than the European children? Indeed, that question's being asked in Africa, in Asia, in Latin America, who, who our advocates are saying, our children are just as important as European Union children. So the first thing you can do is sign that petition. 
And the other would be to just make sure everybody in your network knows this stuff is mercury because I assure you, not everyone among your friends and family know that amalgam has mercury. It's just been such a well-kept <clears throat> secret that it just has to leak out a little bit at a time. So make sure everybody in your network knows that amalgam is 50% mercury and mercury is so toxic it is the subject of an international treaty. Yes, indeed, that you help catalyze and get yeah. passed. So, you've done tremendous work in the past. You're going to continue to do it. There's just no question that the best way to treat any disease is prevention. So for many of you, it's too late. You've had your mercury exposure. You know about it. You're not going to put it in. But if we can eliminate and ban it, you are giving a tremendous gift to your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, and all future generations that they can avoid this toxic poison that they'll, they'll have to ultimately mitigate in some way. So please support Charlie's mission. I'm gonna match it dollar for dollar, and we're gonna get you funded to continue the good work. Thank you, Dr. McCall. Appreciate right. what you're doing so much. Yes, sir.